You're listening to the 33rd episode of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Talk and Rock with GMH. We got an exciting interview coming up. But first, let's jump into it with the song of the week. So this week's song of the week is brought to you by Flower and Flower. Baked with love in Winnipeg, Flower and Flower specializes in bespoke cookies, cakes, and more using organic and pesticide-free edible flowers in every product product they make. Make sure to go check out Flower and Flower. You can find them at www dot flowerandflower.ca that's f-l-o-u-r and f-l-o-w-e-r dot c-a which brings me to the song of the week this week's song of the week is shame shame by the foo fighters so the foo fighters have announced um their new album but on the 8th they put out uh their song shame shame which is upcoming on off their album and it's it's a really neat song it's got a lot of cool elements to it um and overall sounds super nice so i highly recommend you give that song a listen from now until the end of december any order you make with flower and flower um if you use the promo code gmh you'll get 10 percent off so make sure to go use that promo code, um, and that's very much appreciated. So last night, Sean Mendez put out a new album. I'm personally haven't don't don't really like Sean Mendez a whole lot, but this songs the songs off this album are actually really neat, and there are some really cool songs, and it's it's definitely different than his other stuff. It's a little more singer-songwriter based, but I highly recommend that you just give this, this a bit of a listen because I actually quite enjoyed it. Hey guys, so today our special guest uh, on our podcast is uh, Dylan McDonald here um, to talk about his project Field Guide. How are you today? I'm doing good. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah, no problem. So first off, how long have you been playing music for? Uh, I've been playing music like in some sort of way since, I don't know, probably four or five years old, like took guitar like classical guitar lessons really young and that kind of thing um and but i think like maybe grade seven or eight was kind of when i started maybe coming into my own a little bit more like playing electric guitar and like writing songs for the first time so that kind of feels like the real beginning in a certain way but yeah yeah Yeah. so who are some of your biggest inspirations as a musician um lots kind of all over the place i mean like some kind of 
some of the like earlier things I got on, into that I'm still into would be like John Mayer and Coldplay. Okay. Uh, those were kind of big ones for me. And uh, in high school, I uh, fell in love with a band from Winnipeg, the Brothers Landreth. Oh. Um, them and my kind of best friends and bandmates at the time were super into that band and like really got to see a lot of their live shows and took some inspiration from that for sure and more recently I've kind of been um, listening to a guy named Leif Bolebeck a lot and been digging this new Kathleen Edwards record okay uh, yeah so kind of those are some I guess different uh, periods of life yeah cool Influences. Yeah, so, um, I mean, when when did you decide to start the Project Field Guide? And, um, yeah, so what, what sort of made you decide to start that? Uh, well, my band, The Little Coast, broke up uh, two years ago, um, just over two years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I kind of already, like, I had some sort of solo songs that had been, like, demoing. I was, like, just kind of in any sort of significant way getting into, like, recording and demoing and stuff like that. And so I had, like, some stuff I'd been working on that way. And uh, and then the band kind of, um, yeah, when the band was kind of done, it just seemed like, I guess, I didn't really even think about it that much. It just was kind of like I just kept making music. Right. Um, but but with sort of a more diverse cast of folks, mm-hmm. and yeah, I know over the last like it's been happening for like two years, so it's kind of developed into what it is and still developing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, what 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 sort of made you uh, go with the name Field Guide? Um, I. Uh, I I knew I wanted a moniker, and mm-hmm. I had reached out to some friends of mine. Uh, they, I, I, like, am mostly living in Toronto now and have been for about a year, but okay. um, they, these friends were some Manitobans who were living in Toronto, and uh, when I went to Toronto to play with my old band, we'd stay with them a lot, and they, they just listened to, like, a lot of music and, and uh, were sort of just, like, musicians and music fans in it kind of like more diverse way than I was or whatever so I kind of just asked them I was like you know it's kind of a project and like let me know if you have any ideas of like just you know what you think might fit or, or something like that and my one friend sent me uh, <laughs> this like super long field guide of Manitoba trees and he, he was like oh, maybe it could be like some, something sort of nature-y right. and like and I just kind of saw field guide on the front cover I was like oh, I kind of like that and it's just I sat with it for about a week, and I was like, "Yeah, that's it." Right. Um, yeah. Cool. So, um, so you put out your first EP in 2019, if I'm correct. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, so, yeah. What was the recording process like for that? Uh, that one was really cool. It was like uh, the October prior, so October 2018. I. Uh, I had I had thought that I was gonna kind of make some acoustic versions of okay. the songs, and so I started kind of just doing like acoustic guitar voice and like some strings and uh, electric guitars and stuff like that, and just like 
but then I, I ended up using them as uh, I, I flew a drummer into Vancouver and I went to Vancouver as well and okay. uh, we played I played bass and we played drums and we recorded two of these kind of tracks and then I ended up just kind of like building the rest up from, from there but it was kind of kind of just fell into place that happened that way but it was kind of a neat way of doing it and yeah we've got to record out in the studio Monarch which I've recorded in a lot a west and it's um, yeah really nice spot yeah. to work yeah and uh, did you record any differently with um, you know some of your newer newer stuff that you released um, over this year uh, yeah um, a couple of the ones on the Euler record were done slightly more in a live setting like one of them was done at this guy Jason Tate's place in Winnipeg uh, him and this guy uh, uh, Darcy who plays bass we we recorded it kind of just live off the floor and, and I redid the acoustic and vocal after just because there's so much of drums in them but we yeah. got kind of a live feel from that yeah and then that album was kind of all over the place cause then, and then some of them we just like started from the ground up in Vancouver at Monarch um, yeah. and one of them was actually from the original EP my first EP sessions I just hadn't used that song so yeah, um, yeah it was a bit of a combination um, yeah it turned out alright yeah it's cool um, so your song You Were has like 1 million plus streams on oh hey I just lost you there oh sorry can you hear me now Can you hear me? Oh, there you are. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, so your song, uh, You Were, has like one million um, and counting streams on Spotify. How does it feel to be getting that sort of attention? Uh, it's cool, um, for sure. Like, it's kind of um, the, you know, combining music and uh, business or like, like uh, that kind of thing is always a little bit strange and it's kind of yeah. like you know sometimes with the, the online thing or the Spotify or however it is that it reaches people is kind of seems like some sort of strange algorithmic kind of yeah. uh, crapshoot in a, in a certain way but um, it just seems like someone at Spotify took an early liking to it and then it's people have been saving the song and listening to the song and yeah. it's kind of uh, gained momentum from that which which is really neat. It does feel good. I, I, I think that's a good song. I felt kind of, it felt different when I was writing it. It felt kind of like something, there's something cool about it. So it's, mm -hmm. it's cool to see people connect with it like that. And it's definitely, uh, yeah, allowed like, you know, some new, new people to kind of come along and follow like the rest of the songs and stuff, which is yeah. been cool to see people actually kind of come back with the whole record and stuff. So yeah, it's neat. Yeah, well, Spotify is sort of interesting that way, how it, like, um, you know, how you get, how how artists on there can be selected to be put on um, their algorithmic playlists, and that's really cool, because um, it allows for a lot of streams streams and a lot of new uh, listeners and attention. For sure, yeah, it, uh, it, it, can, it can really provide an opportunity to get your to get your music um, in, in some ear holes. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but yeah, so do you have any advice for beginner musicians? 
Um, what would be my advice? Um, just, just do it. Just do it. Well, I'm gonna say, I think you know. I think like, um, just you know, you know, make music as you make it, and make as much music as you can. You know, whether that's writing and just jamming and playing and playing shows and stuff, and and uh, it just kind of takes a long time to figure out um, what it is that you even do, or what you like doing. You know, whether whether you like, you know, yeah. if it, if it's songwriting it you like, then how that's going to look and how you want to present the song. So it's just kind of it's. Uh, it's a long career. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you put out a single um, closer to the beginning of October, uh, If I Keep Seeing You. Um, so so how did, um, what was the pro- general process like for that song? Uh, that song um, I wrote a long time ago like I think three years ago or something like that it's older than anything I've ever put out or anything I'm gonna put out um and I'm not even 100% sure why I waited this long to record it I think I just kinda wanted to get the song right cause I the it's, we've rearranged it like that the way it is quite a long time ago and I thought the arrangement was cool but it, it would need to be recorded a certain way and whatnot. And yeah so um yeah so we recorded that in Manitoba at my buddy Roman's place um, in his shed, um, so it came out. It like came out, you know, sort of. There's a bit of a lo-fi shed sound to it in a certain way, but I think we really like worked pretty hard on the engineering. Got sounds that I, I think were were what it needed and stuff. Um, and yeah, I don't know if I really even answered your question. I just kind of rambled about some stuff, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's um. It's it's a great song. What what plans do you have? Do you have any specific plans that you're able to um, share with us about music coming up in the future uh, for any new music and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. I got lots of plans actually. I um, it just kind of reminded me that I have to actually post something about that or kind of start rolling that out because I've just just finished up a, a really large batch of music which I'm just kind of finishing the planning stages of when it's all coming out but um, yeah basically got sort of upwards of 16 or 18 tunes to come out in the next year or so Okay. and uh, I have one more song coming out before Christmas it's like November 13th and it's called The Memory and it's kind of it and if I keep seeing you are a pair and then mm-hmm. I have another pair of songs in the winter and then I have a whole record um, an eight song record in the spring and awesome also and then I have like another EP after that too that's gonna come out I think in the summer mm-hmm. so, so you're so definitely you're definitely keeping busy with uh, releases and stuff <laughs> for sure yeah I've been a bit too crazy with the COVID thing so I've just put it into writing and recording which has felt good yeah um, so you said that you're um, putting out eight songs as a record as it's, as it's uh, own will that be your first full length album um, I guess so I mean this new word EP has seven so it's really not much more than that I and mean, I guess a lot, you know people might argue that eight is not even really full length and yeah. 
Um, it's an album, I guess, just in the sense that somewhat thematically and it, it feels like the most record, most record record I've made, which is cool. So in that sense, yeah, I, I suppose it is. It's like a, it's like my first sort of full like album that is full length-ish and sort of truly all the songs are meant to fit together and whatnot. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool that you're uh, staying busy and it sounds like exciting stuff coming up soon. Yeah, absolutely. It's been it's been fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so uh, do you have um, a favorite venue that you've played at, uh, whether it being on your own or with another project? Um... Yeah, I think... Um... I have probably two that are my favorite. I think... Uh, I really like the Fox Cabaret in Vancouver. Okay. Uh, and I really like the Drake Underground in Toronto. Cool. Um, and is there... What's your favorite thing about those specifically? Is there a specific atmosphere or something that that separates it from other venues? I think the Fox, the Fox is super vibey. It's like a really old kind of theater, and, and now it's like a bar. There's no seats in it or whatever, and the, the, the sound team is really, really great there, and it's just kind of a neat, it's a nice size, like for, but I was always, I played there with like, um, either my old band or one other guy that I threw with and it was sort of like it was just a great size room and, and the Drake is sort yeah. of somewhere like that in Toronto it's, it's not as vibey as the Fox or anything it's like it's it's a little bit like bougier and and just like maybe slightly ritzy or whatever it's in kind of this boutique hotel or whatever but the, the sound is really amazing it's a great great kind of a vibe really nice place to see a show and nice um yeah, feels good to be on that stage. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so, um, so with uh, the pandemic, I guess a lot of artists have sort of turned to um, social media to advertise their stuff. Um, for you, how? Um, what's your biggest? Um, I guess. What's I, I don't know how to word this question, but is there a specific thing in the pandemic that uh, you haven't really been used to um, doing in the past that might actually be helpful for your music in the future? Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I think, like, for me, a big thing was that um, I I often up up till kind of this point have done sort of some some hired young guitar playing work for for other artists as sort of like a part of the way I I pay my bills and um as much as I've missed that work and I enjoy doing that work mm -hmm. um having having the opportunity to just be not be playing field guide shows or anyone's shows and just only have you know be focusing on writing recording and then you know after recording that much stuff having the time to just focus solely on 
getting it ready to go and getting artwork made up and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, has just it, I don't think otherwise there's any way I would have been able to, you know, have the mountain of stuff that I'm kind of now looking to release. Otherwise, I think it would have had to be in smaller chunks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just having, I guess, so much concentrated time has been great. For sure. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, um, I guess with no live shows, that's definitely been hard on musicians. Yeah, I mean, definitely missing playing playing the shows for sure. And I mean, like, um, it's you know the the you know lucky to be kind of in uh, in a country that is actually doing kind of like EI for people like us. Like that's you know I don't know what what that would look like otherwise. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, if, if I, you know, certainly in the summertime when that really becomes lucrative, that, that was a bit of a drag and more than anything, just a, a drag, um, not to, not yeah. to find. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I meant to ask this closer to the beginning, but what are some of the most memorable or most exciting or coolest experiences that you've had as a musician, whether it being, field guide or um, a former project uh, the middle coast something like that yeah for sure um, I mean in kind of a bit of an overarching general sense I mean some of my the greatest musical experience I've had have been with my previous band the middle coast there just uh, the three of us really got good at playing music together and we we just, uh, yeah, but did so many tours, like really not playing great shows a lot of the time, but just touring and touring and being in a band together and talking right. about music and listening back to our past shows and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and those are some of my favorite memories for sure. Yeah, of course. Um, so before we wrap up the interview, um, is there anything else that you would like to add? Um, where can people find your music, your social media, all that sort of stuff? Um, well, I'm on Instagram, Field Guide Music, and uh, on YouTube and Facebook and that kind of thing, uh, Apple Music and Spotify, all those kind of uh, platforms. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you having me. It's been fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much dylan for coming on the podcast guys make sure to go check out all his amazing uh, music he has some really good songs out there um you can find him under the name field guide thank you guys so much for listening um make sure i'll mention this once again make sure to use that promo code gmh to get 10 percent off on orders from flower and flower you can visit their website flower and flower.ca thank you guys for tuning in Um, we have some really neat interviews coming up and yeah, I'm GMH signing off. Let's talk and rock. It's talk and rock with GMH.